the money is in the lead. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Five, four, three, two, one. Yes, sir. We are back live with another. Your mask is on. <laughs> Coronavirus, huh? COVID-19, protect bad. yourselves. My bad, my bad. What, what you mean you're bad? My bad, bro. What'd you say? Your mask is on. How are the beautiful people? I don't know how it is. I need to get off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you could even have had the part that said mask on. I thought I was going to start with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little too late for that one, guys. It's oh too late. my goodness. I agree. Yo, you trying to cop for my YouTube bus? Huh? Hey, just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy pod. Oh, yeah, we back. Third rendition, yeah. Woo. That's a joke, because it's the fourth rendition, yeah. Third one, probably, probably fifth didn't one, drop. You know what? Cause my treasure don't went pop. Hey. Is this like the fifth? Okay, maybe it's the fifth rendition. Cause apparently I can't count. Even though know, <laughs> he work at Best Buy, I still don't know why he can't get the charger though. <laughs> this is why he's not a rapper. But what's going on, guys? <laughs> we're back with the. I am uh, not a rapper. Fifth rendition. Um, we're gonna be rocking it. You feel me? It's February all month long. Um, Black happy History Valentine's Month. Day, by the way, to y'all. You feel me? It's February all month long. long. What else would it be? It's Nigga, Black what History else would it be this month? Black History Month. You're right. AKA Black AF. We in the building with the crew. So, what are we talking about today? Gang, gang, murder chains. What are we talking about today? Poppy Smack. Besides, you know, the Oompa Loompa that's trapped in these chairs that keep screaming every time we move back and right. Honestly, they probably can't. Um, so what are we what are we cooking this off with? Talk to me, nice. Me. First of all, can we introduce ourselves? Backtrack. Oh, man! If they don't know who we are, don't do that. Y'all should know who we are. Don't by now. Welcome to the Welcome to the That's Crazy Podcast. Follow me, That's Crazy underscore Pod. No, That's underscore Crazy Pod on IG. You feel me? This one is Jania. Nobody cares. I'm Izzy. We're here. Everyone cares. Yeah. And whoever that guy is. The young Rick James, Don Hames. Feel me? Welcome to the James of Same Street. Say the James Drive. Are you putting him to sleep, dude? Come on. On with the me? conversation. Let's go. We can skip you your me? intros. We're gonna the, be the, the, Michelin, the Michelin man with the Michigan plan. Feel what I'm saying? Right. So you go fix Flint too while you're at it? We didn't put Flint in there. And you know, just you guys are Whoa, wondering, black you people can find are me on Instagram at J-A-N-E-Y-A.C-A. Michigan? Yeah. Again, our podcast IG is that's it. I don't know no black people in Flint, I see now. You don't find that hilarious, though, how the white man has instilled. If there was white people in Flint like that, bro, who's really not into that shit, bro, they'd really have that shit. Anyway, I think, I honestly, I do feel like, you know, there are definitely some um, areas that white people like realistically will let white people drown in like i feel like um all of the um how do you say res- how do you say trailer trash respectfully um oh i got you you already said trailer trash there we go <laughs> <laughs> your words not mine all of them that is not my word i feel like if they were going through that type of crisis a heavy opioid crisis like they are now i feel like you know they would be heavily heavily neglected maybe they'd have you a better chance really they, they so. have a better chance of getting water but in terms of like like 
actual structural help for their community? Probably not. Because they got to stay in the trailers, bro. They got to be poor because who else is going to buy from Walmart? I don't know, bro. You know what's the crazy part? Because they don't even have Walmarts and, and, and high high value places, kind of like, or like high populated places. Because like, they know the demographic. But that's what I'm saying, though. What do you mean? No, because the game, right? You know where they put Walmarts in? Typically the suburbs. It's not in the inner city type deal. Okay. Especially where people would be able to get um, But there's food a Walmart a lot in Brockton. But that's Brockton. Now, think about Boston. Where's there a Walmart in Boston? Think about exactly that. Quincy. That's where Quincy. That's not Boston. That's suburbs still. That's a good question. Cause not I, even don't, the I don't know Boston enough for me to say where they're... I don't know where they have Walmart Targets. Or... You know what Targets I are? Know. I don't know where they're Targets are like higher I mean. priced than the Walmart realistically would be. You see, yeah. you I don't see, know where there's a Walmart right? versus there's another Walmart. I know Walgreens, Targets, CBS's, yeah. Best Buy's, South Shore Mall. But overpriced, 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 overpriced. Yeah, but saying. he's talking about in this area still. He said that that's what he sees. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know Boston enough to even say, talk on that topic, to be honest. <laughs> but we got a little segue, but where, where, where were we going to kick this off with again? No, Um, has becoming back, being, has being back, oh my gosh, I can't, can't speak. Has hey, being Jean- black become an obsession. I'm telling you these braces. I'm not going to lie, yo, Janine's got her braces. Has uh, being black become an obsession? Yeah, um, being black become an obsession. She can't how would that. we define obsession? How would you define black? Actually, you're the one that asked me. You put the question, or one of y'all put is the it, question. Is it? So. What is? What is realistically speaking? All right. How about we break it down into different parts? Let's search up the definition of obsession. Okay. Okay. You can start with that. Run it. And by black, I'm thinking we're we're all probably thinking African American. Are we talking just you know? Okay. So percent? obsession is the state of being obsessed with someone or something. The idea or thought that continually preoccupies or intrudes on a person's mind. I think blackness is definitely obsession. Oh, you're talking blackness so you or think the culture? Blackness, yeah, blackness is always black on culture. people's minds. Yeah. And people are all... Because I feel like, I definitely think that especially, I think it's become to even to a point where it's a hot political issue now. Like, realistically, you feel me, it's, it's always on people's minds. Whether it's like our culture, whether it's our music, whether it's our art whether it's criticizing our parenting, criticizing our hair, criticizing the way that we move about society, if we, if we sag, you feel me, we're sagging our pants or not. Bro, like, a whole bunch of different, I feel like different elements of blackness and black people are always being talked about, dissected, criticized, analyzed, all day, every day, no matter what channel you go to. You can go from pop culture and E, where we're talking about nothing but black artists, black art, black art um like uh hoops and earrings and shit like that to cnn where they're talking about you know fucking parenting and whether that had to do with harambee or whatever or they talk about like whether or not we steal from fucking our neighborhoods or our community like bro the last here this whole last year has been nothing but black 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 criticizing black people stealing from black people okay so is this like a, only a new thing like has this obsession started like recently or has this always been here and we're just not noticing it's definitely it? a new thing i feel like because at least who remember it being like in middle school and whatnot being black wasn't i guess you could say popular type deal it's more of like a oh you're different mind you i went to like a predominantly white school type deal so like seeing anything out of that you know different kind of nature realistically speaking kind of shifts the aspect of like how you fit in um with other people or whatnot and it, it kind of just sets you off i feel like now these days like these last like you know the last i would say 10 years ish 
from the 2010s and up and onwards, we've never started to see that black culture kind of like, oh, well, you guys are really cool and you like, you guys are really accepted. Like, mm -hmm. we want to be kind of like in that realm of like, you know, that kind of quote unquote litness. And we're seeing it with the Dominicans as well, too, now these days. You feel me? Their culture is starting to pop. Mm -hmm. You feel me? You're seeing it right now. Their culture is starting to pop. And then soon enough, yo, the hookah, you know, hookah. Well, that was going to hookah Lebanese. Bars. That was like Lebanese. I'm hip. That is all yeah. too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. A lot of people doing that. But yeah, but even what you were saying, like same thing. Like yeah, like I remember back in like when I was in high school and shit, when that hookah shit really started to pop, bro. I'm telling you, like the year before that, Muslims, everybody who was from Lebanon, Lebanese people, all Saudi Arabia, like all people who were from the Middle East, were all seen as Muslim, and they were all seen as like you just painted them with this broad ass brush of like, okay. You're this Lebanese dude. You probably own a grocery store or convenience shop or some shit like that. Like that in Norway, that's how it was. But then literally, the year hookah blew, all the Lebanese kids were popular. Yeah. Where they come? Where, where, where that come from? I had this one nigga. How you doing? I had this one nigga who literally like was a complete fucking nerd in like seventh grade, just to go to Lebanon and come back with shisha in a hookah. For his little white friends and then all of a sudden he's like the shit in eighth grade getting a whole tattoo with like a fucking lebanese tree or whatever and it was cute i understand but at the same time i really didn't because it was like y'all was just talking about him last he was just dead ass saying that his parents were immigrants probably drove taxis and shit and now all of a sudden because there are pop artists out here talking about hookah now all of a sudden he's like lit like that don't make no sense but at the same time i feel like I feel like within the same suburbs, I feel like they also always had like this obsession with like blackness, you feel me? Because white people, bro, like, yeah, maybe it's, it wasn't so explicit when I was growing up, but white people always had like this underlying want to do black shit. Like they want to be able to like say, you feel me, cornrows and the grills and like the little parties that they go to where they want to dress as a gangster or a thug. They want to make the, you you, you really you really have a terminology pop off in Boston. Let's say it started popping off in Dorchester. White people in Norwood will hear it two months later and that is their new hot word item for the next two months, bro. Not even two months, okay. I've been more like two years. <laughs> no, I that ass. Okay, <laughs> what you just said just not made me think about something. You, did you see that they're changing the name of the Aunt Jemima, like? Oh yeah, to like old countries. Bro, they took, the flavor, they took the flavor they out. Took the flavor out that, John. They took the flavor out. They took the flavor out. Hundred ten percent. Um, you know why it was called Aunt Jemima before? Yeah, because it was named after a woman in slavery. Like she taught, I think one of the slaves taught somebody else how to make the syrup, and then they like stole the whatever recipe, and then they've been going with it and shit like that. Are you okay, serious? so do you think yeah. that? Yeah, it's a crazy story. It's a crazy story. <laughs> um, so it's a white owned or black owned? It's white owned. White owned. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're using the. Yeah. Oh nah, bro. They it's the same thing with Uncle Ben. Same thing with Zatarain. Same mm -hmm. thing with. It'd be a different story if it was black owned, though. Do you think so? It or would no? be a different story, but it's not. It would be a different story, but like. Do you think it would be though? Weird. Because would it be? Speaking, I mean, using... yeah. If it was a different, like, if it was me saying that this was my family member who was enslaved, who came up while she was enslaved, she came up with this like fucking syrup that we still use 200 years later. And the that milk, would be a and different the, um, story. Um, pancakes. You feel me? That would be in the pancakes, the batter, the waffles, all that shit that we still use two years later. That would be a different story than some white people literally took this. Literally, literally, this woman was enslaved, had her little recipe, right? I think she taught somebody else how to make it. And it was either taught to one of her masters or somebody stole that recipe from her. But no matter what, 
the family that she like literally came from, like they're her descendants, they don't seem to have money. So another question I would say, like just just to just to kind of like make a parallel between that. Like same thing kind of like with the N word mm. in in a sense, right? It came, right, check this out. Slavery, bad thing, mm -hmm. right? And just took the shits, turned it into something good type deal, right? Slavery, bad thing, pancakes, syrup, all this good shit, turned into something good type deal. Do you see any kind of like parallels in terms of how that word is kind of like whether it be used today or kind of just things that kind of immigrate out of a bad situation and are realistically used later on today um, in and of itself that are now claimed either A by white people or you know what I'm saying? You mean we're kind of just like running by that. Wait, rephrase that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm confused. So, so I was following you, but then I stopped following you. You got you. I got you. I got you. So kind of just like things that are either a reclaimed, uh, littered on the line, um, or are 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 generated from bad situations, and later on, I guess you would say, made into good things now these days. Why do I guess you would say the question I'm kind of asking is why are those kind of things always? Um, always have to be kind of like fought against when it comes to, I guess you would say, blacks in the sense of it all. Because okay. it's a very interesting kind of concept, you feel me? We never have white things that we have to debate about later on in the line. See, and that's that that go, that brings to my point, bro. I feel like blackness is an obsession. We don't debate about white culture, bro. Like, And it, white culture is everywhere. Like, white people, one, I don't think they have a culture as a people, right? I think more so, like, everything, you feel me? It's like the... Yeah, like the nationalities, that's different. Like that's not whiteness. That's like that's like that's Italian culture. That's Irish culture. You feel me? That's not white culture. So, you feel me? But when I say white culture, I mean like literally this idea that you guys believe that you're responsible for tables, chairs, basic forks, utensils, shirts, pants, basic inventors, everything. Like literally, they'll be like, oh well, you know, if you took away white people, you wouldn't have anything in the world. That's a fucking bullshit. Like they was taking that shit from bro, people, yeah. bro. They really think that they're like responsible for like the table structure like and this, and everything, bro. Every, like everything. So I feel like in that same sense, bro, it's that same exact thing. Like this idea that like we can't one blackness is definitely obsessed over because even this idea of like what we discuss, what we debate, all that other shit. Whiteness is just seen as standard, just seen as basic. Like, that's just what it is, you feel me? Like, the shirts, the crew neck, shit like that. Whatever they make, you feel me? But, like, when it comes to everything we do, and it's anything we do, whether it be art, you feel me? We came out with art, our own art forms, graffiti and shit like that. That was seen as stupid. Looked down, looked down, down upon. upon. We come out shit, with yeah. rap. They they see that shit as stupid break break dancing. They shot the sh they even when it was even when they was using uh disco break beats mm -hmm. to break dance. They still thought that shit was dumb. Yeah. They still called us stupid. Mm -hmm. So it's like everything that we do, like and you were saying, stepping, they were using that as a language between each other. Exactly, bro. And they still even said that that was uncivilized or savagery, shit like that. Like everything we come up with is always gonna be criminalized. And I feel like that's part of the obsession. <laughs> it's like you gotta like you have to you gotta keep us subjugated in order to keep us like playing our role in this so is it kind of like a pro i'm not like a pro cons type deal because there's there's different types of i guess you say quote unquote black obsession mm. if you realistically want to think about it like that because you have the popular culture black obsession mm. but then you can also have the, the, the negative connotation as well um where you're talking about kind of, i guess you could say kind of keeping black people down in of itself you know those those negative connotations and those negative traits that you know we see on day-to-day -day basis is, um you know, you can talk about even just the the protests, right? You know, connotation, right? Check this out. Even just um, just the uh, the Trump thing. You know, Trump didn't even get pardoned. He got pardoned or whatever mm -hmm. for whatever just happened, right? A lot of people he protest, 
What ends up ha what is it being labeled as? Please let me know. Us being angry. Angry? What else? Because and we shouldn't actually be like mad because of what's happening. Yeah, so we have angry, we have, you know... We're showcasing violence when we're really not... Thank you. Looting, that's another big part of it and whatnot that they were realistically talking about. Right? Mind you, these are all just peaceful. No one's shooting anybody over there. Nothing happened in terms of that. But then also you see the, the white side of it, though. And you see the whole, um, what's it called? First of all, they just rampage, rampage the... What is it? The capital yeah, or whatever? 110%. Like, they barely even found those people yet. If it was black people, it would have been a hundred. I mean, they were. I'll definitely, I'll definitely say that. But I also saying like, I saw a matter of the protests that happened in the summer. None of the niggas got caught. Like all the niggas that got into the stores. I'm not gonna say across the state, but I will say in Boston. Only ones that got caught was the niggas that was lighting on, like, like lighting shit on fire, like the cop cars. Yeah, like that 15 year old. There's a 15 year old right now being charged with um, terroristic arson and all different types of shit for lighting setting okay, the cop car on even fire. Then, though, like there was a lot of peaceful, like there was peaceful protests and they were still getting gas. Oh no, I'm not saying that they wasn't. They definitely oh. was. There was definitely a difference in the um thing. But I'm saying like with everybody saying um that the protesters, that the rioters in the Capitol Hill weren't caught. There's over a million of them niggas. None of them, like, bro, they're not going to get caught, bro. I don't Let's know. just throw that out. They're not, they're not getting caught, bro. Like, it's just mob mentality. Like, realistically, that's why, and the same thing that happened with the Black Lives Matter protests in the summer, bro. We came out, but then you have mad people who weren't really there for any real reason other than the fact they knew there were a bunch of people they could start a whole bunch of shit and they wouldn't get caught and go back home. There's a whole bunch of white people breaking into shit, burning shit down, you feel me? But it was only black people on the news being seen as looting and stealing and all that other shit and it was like bro none of them niggas got caught you feel me so i feel like honestly realistically this idea that like the fbi can somehow magically round round up four hundred thousand people that just doesn't make any sense but they could definitely still get the people that the prominent know, ones, it, sure. Yes, the ones on the video. Together, yeah. Yes, the ones, the, the, ones. Video, the ones that were doing a lot. Like, the ones that put it together are not stupid. The ones that put it together would oh, not be on the video. They would not, bro. Masked up and they everything, would, Yeah, bro, they would not up, be on the video. If, if, if they were even, if they were even there, to be real with you. <laughs> to be real with you. The ones that put it together could probably have been like waiting at a whole different, whole different location. And just waiting, waiting on shit. Because the people that stormed the Capitol, their main concern was to cause violence to the senators and the politicians that were there. So they had a targeted mission, you feel me? There were a bunch of dumbass people there, but the people that came with a tactical mission, see, like them niggas that probably wasn't even there. like, okay, the senators and the politicians, whatever, are from both parties, right? Yeah. Okay, so if one party supports the things that these people are looking for, why do that? Because I don't even, well, Two things, like it's the same thing. Like the Democratic Party and the Republican Party will never be trusted by their constituents. Like, not every Democrat trusts the Democratic Party. They just there because they feel like that party more closely aligns with what they feel. But at any point, at any point in time, you no, know, like anything could change that relationship at any point in time. Like, say the Democrats one day elect, I don't know. Say the Democrats one day elect Edward Trump. You're gonna have a whole bunch of people who are Democrats not fucking with their party no more. It's the same thing. You got a bunch of Republicans and a whole bunch of Trump supporters not necessarily fucking with their party because their party is not doing or not putting out the same message that they were putting out in 2016 when Trump ran. 
which was we support this dude. Well, not when he ran, but when he got elected. We support this dude, blah, 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 all that other shit. Now they're putting out shit like trying to distance themselves away from it. So that makes all these other right-wing radical niggas think of it as like, well, you guys were never for the cause. You guys are trying to turn on us. Trump, Trump, Trump. You feel me? So political parties themselves will never fully be trusted. Never. Because it's not, it's a whole bunch of, especially the two big ones, it's just a whole bunch of vested interests that you can never really fully convince anybody is not vested in money. Yeah. You feel me? Like, never. And as long as that's the center root of both of those parties, or all of those parties, you're never going to have 100% trust in your party. Never. You feel me? I agree. But one thing with me, though, with the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, at least the Republican Party don't, don't sit there and try to get me to be cooling with them. By <laughs> me. The Republican Party said, you're a nigger, your mom's a nigger, your dad is a nigger, and all you nigger people can stay away from me. The Democrats said, you're not niggers, you're Negroes. You're colored individuals. You know? Stay in the ghetto. They're more like the but soft racism colored type deal. Yeah, it's a very soft-ass, like, slap-on-the-hand-type bullshit. Like, this whole, like... We'll fund you, we'll fund your food stamps, and we'll fund your, you know, inner city impoverished neighborhood, but we'll only fund it for photo ops to let you know that you're on food stamps in an inner city impoverished neighborhood. Because are, they, are we going to help you move out that neighborhood? No. Are we going to bring resource? Are we going to bring actual, like, real fucking jobs to that neighborhood? No. Are we going to put trash cans on the streets in the hood? No, no. niggas don't use that shit. But that brings into a really good segue, though, for me. Are there tra Think about the hoods. Are, are there really trash cans in the streets? There are no trash cans in the streets in the hoods. They're littered across Mattapan, bro. Bro, trash cans. Trash cans. But for somehow the trash ended up in the street. I was gonna say, because in Roxbury, bro, you barely pass a trash can in the hood, man. But you pass trash, no matter what suburb you're in, you pass oh, no, trash cans up and down, down place, bro. Downtown that, crossing, you'll see trash cans. But you go to the hood, bro, you go to a lot of hoods, bro, you're not going to see trash cans. All that environmental poverty, all that other shit to drive this narrative that we somehow are just inherently not worthy of a good fucking life. But Come on, bro. That, that brings it to me, right? Be the same. I got a question for you, right? So do you think that black people... All right, better yet. How about this, right? Are black people realistically being oppressed and of themselves or they are just inherently lazy? You know, or do they just take realistically their uh, their oppression to a new height to the point where they don't feel like they can move up in the world? I feel like if you want me to be real with you, I keep it above. I keep it above. I feel like white people are lazy. What? <laughs> I feel like white people are lazy as shit. Like I, I feel they're like the oppressor. Hmm? they're the oppressor. Yeah, yeah, but he's saying like our black like our black people lazy versus like being oppressed or whatever. But in real in re in uh, in reality though. In reality, bro, like it's like necessary. Like if you have a boss and you have a worker, right? It's like the you boss calling though. the worker lazy. My nigga, you just sit at your desk all day from the hours of nine to five. But you, you delegate, barely though. come in. You, but delegating, bro. When I was president, bro. When I was president and I was delegating, telling niggas things to do. Like yeah, I was doing a lot of work on the other on the end of like administration, but that's because I was doing that work on the yeah. administration. Mm -hmm. I could have had somebody go do that work too. Do you feel me? But I was doing that. I could have had someone else go do that. Make, make no mistake, I could have done that, but I did that myself. As, as a as a president, you could definitely you can just push off every task everything. That you have to somebody because, else you could push it away you could act like you're and doing that a whole right there stuff that right not. there is late like the, the principals that don't walk around their schools the principals that really be taking every other day off you niggas is lazy bro 
I don't care if you're a boss making decisions. You're lazy as shit. You don't want to come in, but you want to sit there. The people that are putting the labor in that would realistically, the people that built this whole structure, those are the niggas that work. Not the people who were sitting there doing the plans for it behind the desk who never came and touched the shit. Uh, them dude, niggas are nah, not putting in bro. no work, bro. Them no, niggas is lazy, bro. They're not, bro. bro that's lazy. Plans, bro, bro nah, that's what I'm not. Okay, so you think that black well, people were oppressed so because white so people were lazy? No, I don't. What I'm saying is, I think that if we're saying that black, I'm saying that in the way that we measure black people, we're saying that we're lazy. Okay. We need a whole. If we were to hold white people to that standard, they are infinitely ten times more lazy than we could ever be. Because, okay, so you're saying if we are, if, if we we're are, lazy, if we're lazy. They're lazier. They're the most lazy. Okay. Uh, bro, but begin though, right? <laughs> but then at the same time though, you still have you know just to just keep it right. I guess you say quote unquote black or white. Mm -hmm. You still have people. You know what I'm saying? Black people who sit here and realistically just say, "Hey, I can't get a job. I can't do this. I can't do that." When realistically. No, I'm not saying all the opportunities are equal, okay. right? But there are plenty of opportunities out there for you to realistically get out of the hole that you're realistically in, right? I'll, I'll use my parents for example, okay? okay? My parents came here, right? They didn't have jack diddly squat, jack diddly shit. They okay. came like a lot immigrants. of people that come here. I was gonna say, yeah. everybody that come here, come you here, here ain't, ha ain't have shit, bro, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nothing in the bank, parent, you know what I'm saying? Grandma ain't got nothing, bro. And they sat here, and they didn't just be like, damn, well, because I have nothing, and because of the way the system is set up, I can't get shit. You feel me? They put in that work. They did all that. But then you have the majority of black people here who potentially may have had stuff even beforehand, right? Saying, oh, well, you know, my mom and dad, because they were on food stamps or whatever, blah, 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 blah that they can't realistically get out of the hole that they're in right now. And they continually use like, that. I'm going to come up okay, with you. From no, that, based off of that, like, example, you just got to, like, learn from experiences okay so if you don't want to if you don't want to live that type of life of being a food stamp or whatever learn from your parents and do the opposite of what they did so that you could have a different situation okay okay but you if you don't learn from that or you if you did run from that and end up just doing the same thing and you just learned how to do that then that's what you did but like i would i would run the argument that that is more of a stereotype and that's reality because I cannot name one, and I'm talking actually name, okay. of niggas you actually know. I can't name one nigga that is comfortable being broke. Not one nigga who's not Bro. out here either selling drugs, not trying to rap, not trying to play basketball or football or whatever to take themselves up. Okay. I can't or name they, one nigga like who's comfortable being broke. Not one. Not one. Not one. Something. There's not one nigga I can name. And when I say when but I say I'm, nigga, I mean nigga. Like there's not one person who's like, yeah, I'm black. I'm happy to be black, and I'm also a nigga, and therefore I'm broke. If you talk bro, about if you talk about if you talk about but that's what I'm saying. Like if we talk about lazy ass people, there's lazy ass people. But I'm not gonna say that niggas have a monopoly oh, on being lazy if anything we the the the, the situation that we come from okay. make us want to work 10 times harder to get ourselves and our family out of that because okay, it's not just us but, you're seeing but, your family on food stamps you see if they don't want to live that life you don't want to do though. those steps to not so, live that so life. my question is though then in that case bro then why don't we see a higher black population quote unquote in the suburbs you know? Bro, what do you mean the sub? If we we or move to the, like, bro, we move to the suburbs or just, or and they chase us out the suburbs. Because think, about, think about it like this. Speaking. Think about it like this, bro. Even the Metco program okay. that was launched in what the 70s, the 80s, when the white flight happened or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
that shit was heavily resisted. Black people couldn't even go to go go to school in the suburbs. And you talking about the nineties, man. It's not like in the fifties, bro. Okay. You're talking about like nineties, two thousands. Okay. Black kids getting bused from the fucking inner city to the suburbs, their parents would be arrested. Okay. That's like a real fucking thing. That's still bro, you still have today? even today you still have school district lines where you can't you can't, you can't no, go not, you feel I, me? You can't go to school in a certain you place. And and that makes it so like you're literally trapped in this little area of poverty. I'm not necessarily saying that that's like any type of cycle type situation. I'm saying that's the beginning. That's the start, right? Why can't you? But then we moving on, right? Go so ahead. even from there, from even from that first cap, right? Then you move on. You're still in your little school system, whatever, all that other shit. But at the same time, your parents probably work, right? Your mom's probably like a nurse or some shit. She work all the time or some shit. Your dad, he most likely works taxi or he does other some type of other thing. You okay. feel me? Where you're then never at home type shit. Like your mm -hmm. family's working all the time. So that now you in, don't have that interaction you, with your family. In addition to that, that instills like, bro, coming from that type of, there is no person who can come from that type of setting in which their parents do everything they can to work all the time, 24-7, to, to not work in themselves. Like, There's no way, bro. You see your parents bust their ass every day. Your family's, you're, you especially if they're immigrants, especially if they're immigrants, your family's most likely driving taxi or, or, or doing some type of maid position to honest, just, like, just to put food on okay. the table and clothes on your you back, bro. Independent, you like, feel me? Like, even though you're probably I would, watching, your, so watching your siblings and shit, there is no person that came from that position that would be sitting there comfortable being broke, bro. So, so, so what about the so what about the people that we see on everyday life? Now, outside of even just the sling and drugs type deal, right? What about living comfortably? You feel me? Because I feel like people have, I feel like black people especially have this idea of as long as I quote unquote, you know, what I'm saying I can smoke my bud, I can get my drink, and I can kick it with my friends, I'm realistically quote unquote content. But they're scraping by, like. Every like you know what I'm saying, paycheck to paycheck, paycheck, paycheck. paycheck to paycheck. Type yeah, deal. you know. Like but don't you think that we should be able to level up type deal? Not and get everybody. Out of that and they do, but not everybody. That's not everybody with that type of life. That's when they try to do like the okay, I'm gonna go to college and I'm gonna go get my bachelor's degree. But then right then, now a bachelor's degree doesn't even. It's not even. Bro, a bachelor's you might as well not to school. You regretting it all, bro. I want my tuition back. So you can actually live. Comfortably, you feel me? Okay. And even to that, like I'll say, like not everybody has this idea of living like super, super lavish or whatever. Yeah, like but we don't all gotta be rich. You feel me? But even <laughs> regardless of how you take your situation, you're still there. Like I could be one of those niggas that are okay with living within my means and living comfortably, or I could be one of those niggas who are not okay with living within my means and living comfortably. I'm still fucking broke. You feel me? So all I'm saying, it's more of a mindset. Like, I can't get mad at a nigga who's sitting there like, yo, I found my happiness in life. My happiness in life is smoking a little weed. Let me go to work at GameStop, come back, do whatever I gotta do. And I'm just fine. I don't need nothing crazy. You feel me? As long as my bills are paid and I got food on the table, I got weed to smoke, I'm fine, my nigga. I can't get mad at you for not wanting to be, like, having extra, extra, extra shit. Because, like, bro, that's just... That may not be where you are, you feel me? You might just want to live comfortably. You might just want to have a comfortable-ass life where you don't have to worry about, you know, being evicted or you don't have to worry about your lights going up. Like, some for some people, yeah. that is lavish living. Yeah. Ensuring that all your bills are always paid. Uh -huh. Ensuring that you always got food on the table. Okay. Ensuring that you don't even have to get up to go to work if you don't want to. Shit like that, like, I could call out today. That's a lavish life. Mm -hmm. You can call out today because realistically, you get fired from that job. There's another one. Yeah. That's a lavish life. You feel me? Like for some people, that's lavish, bro. Some people, I can't, I can't get mad at you. you feel me? But at the same that's time, comfortable That's comfortable. Like as long as my bills are paid and I'm all right, I can smoke my weed. I can play I can my video games. My day -to -day stuff. Like I don't need to be a billionaire, but I'm not saying me. Like I definitely want to have bread, but at the same time, though, like 
as long as my bills are paid and I can like take care of myself day to day, bro, I'm not gonna necessarily say that I failed in life. For me, like I'll be. So for the people who don't have that realistic mindset, right, who will sit here and... But if you, you grow up in this type of situation, you have a realistic mindset. Oh, yeah, there's no way. Like, it's just... Imp <laughs> bro, it's Damn, like, you ain't gonna call me out, Jim. I'm sorry. Like, no, it's just... It's just, it's just imp like, I'm telling you, it's just impossible to watch your parents struggle yeah. and not want to like, do, like, like, to, to do take... to take Even not for yourself, for them, bro. It's impossible to not want to take your parents out of a struggling situation. How many times have you heard rappers say, bro, my mom's the only one that raised me now she now she's in a seven billion dollar mansion yeah right as they should as they should because like even those even those niggas while they was in school everybody probably looked at them like you have no ambition you have no aspiration you have no think let's take anybody young thug uzi vert all these niggas that we probably thought yo when they was going to high school with us you probably nigga that's going to fail out you don't have no ambition but this nigga was probably pushing his shit on soundcloud the whole time nobody knew Right, he was selling drugs and pushing shit on SoundCloud. Why? Because he wasn't trying to be broke forever. But all of our means and paths to money and success are not gonna all look the same, bro. You feel me, bro? We have, we. I'm telling you, niggas across the board, we have. We do not want to be in this position. I'm so being from the. So day. do you feel like the media and or maybe just even in itself, society realistically demonizes the way that we realistically get? I guess yeah. say quote unquote get ours. Type bro, of. they're gonna demonize everything we do, bro. We sat there and created fucking rap. They demonized that shit. Okay. And now you got white people rapping. <laughs> I'll repeat it. <laughs> like, bro, when people that can't see, bro, yes, there are white people in the background. <laughs> and I'll repeat it. Yo. <laughs> I'll repeat it, bro. They sat there, they said, annoying. bro, they sat there and they said that us rapping, when it really it was just poetry spoken to a beat. Amen. That's all it was. They said that that was stupid. They said that we sounded dumb. When we sat there and we graffitied and tagged shit, they said that that wasn't art. They said that, that we were just criminals, that we were just vandalizing property. It doesn't matter what the fuck we do, bro. We can come out here with a TikTok dance tomorrow. If they can't find a way to take that from us and not give us credit, they will demonize the shit out that TikTok dance, bro. They gonna demonize every damn thing we do, period, my nigga. If we, we can do the same shit they do, and they'll find a way to demonize us doing it. So, I, mm, I wonder, bro, what if the roles were reversed and we were the oppressors? And Relatively that's, speaking, uh, this that's actually a really good um. Somebody wrote Rudyard, Ki Rudyard Kipling, I think, was the one who wrote um White Man's Burden, super racist poem. But like, it was literally written from this white perspective of like what the world would be like if black people inherited like or, or black people if the roles so were reversed. And, and in his thing, like he basically like he was a super racist white man. He was the one that wrote the uh, the Jungle Book. Mm -hmm. Little little do you know. Um, but yeah, he was a super racist man or whatever, but you know, basically it was, he just felt like, I don't know if he was trying to argue that the world wouldn't be civilized or if the world wouldn't be civilized enough for white people to live in it. But basically his whole point of this, of the, the, the thing was that it is the white man's burden to carry civilization. But, like, so it's basically like white me. people are predestined to carry civilized, so like the reason why white are people are like this is because, or that we would not be able to run a civilization, that we are not, we were not predestined to carry that. So what's the point of living here then at that point? And that's, and why that's, why not just move back? Bro, that's the thing, there is no such thing as move back. Like, bro, and that's another thing, like, niggas, everybody want to say go back to Africa, go back to Africa. Do you know the first thing about Africa? Go ahead, speak to us. No, I'm being, I'm, it's a question, like, everybody oh. want to move to Africa. <laughs> Do y'all niggas know the first thing about Africa? You niggas gonna go down to Africa and ask if someone speaks English the minute you get there. You're not lying, though. 
Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Like, bro. the minute you get there, is there a McDonald's? No, ho. <laughs> there might be. Food from the freaking, from the garden or something. Like, there might be. You feel me? There might be McDonald's, but do you know, do you know what they have on the menu? It's not the same shit as here, bro. It's not. Like, they got different, yo, you can go to a McDonald's and they'll give you goat heads somewhere. It just depends on what McDonald's that Don. Don't play me, bro. Like. They, McDonald's is smart for they they know what they doing. No I mean, not in America clearly, but everywhere else they know what they doing. Bro. Hey, bro, listen, bro. You know what I'm saying? McDonald's fries with a sprite. They smack. Yes, sir. They yes, like sir. crack. Yes, sir. You need to put them down. Um, but basically, that's what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, bro. At the end of the day, I think this goes all back to our, our beginning, bro. What like blackness is an obsession in America. America is obsessed with black people. They love to break down everything we do, how we do it, when we do it, and if they can't make money off of it, then they're gonna demonize it. That's it. That's literally it. Come on, bro. You can't be breaking it down. That's it. That's literally it. You know what?
Latino, Hispanic, yes. and then and black. black. It's literally the anti-blackness ladder, you feel me? And the reason why blackness has a culture and whiteness doesn't... And then if you put genders in there, it's even worse. You feel me? The reason why blackness has a culture and whiteness doesn't is because... We created a culture out of our oppression. We created a culture out of being subjugated. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like culture came first, then blackness. No, it was like we were taken out of a place, thrown here, relabeled, rethought of, re rethought of something else. And then from all of the subjugation that came from our new current label as being enslaved, being less than human beings, all that other shit, from there we created something new. You feel me? All mm -hmm. the different cultures that were there, and I'm talking about all of them. Papua New Guinea, fucking Africa, Jamaica, all the Caribbeans, everyone that was in this plantation came together and made a whole new fucking thing that we can rock with. Yeah. That's where black culture came from. Mm -hmm. White people do not have that. Because they, they even said like, um, like braids used to be like a map to get free or something. Okay. Like they definitely had, they, no, they definitely had like their Nordic no, like, shit, like the, little, like, like the Vikings definitely had the little braids and shit, like. No, but it's yeah, but it's even not, like, not for white people, for black people. But it's even like like the braids, like the protective styles of braids, bro. Like think about it, like niggas had to sit there and escape from the south to the north, bro. You talking about temperature changes, bro? You going from motherfucking south to the north, bro, to Boston, to New York, where it's freezing. Nigga, I'm braiding my shit up. You understand? I'm putting you something. For that? You feel me? Yes, today. Not today. Not now, man. Not tomorrow. I got a couple months. Maybe a couple months. You feel me? But basically, like, yo, all the things that we came out, like the beat, like, even the beatboxing, bro, even beatboxing, breakdancing, that shit came from fucking, that shit came from literally, um, what's it called? It literally came from disco, bro. It literally came from disco, where you had all these black artists and all these different people really couldn't be taken seriously in the white music world right we would make pop we would make disco beats they wouldn't take it seriously wouldn't even let our djs spin in their fucking clubs okay so now you have people like africa bambada and these niggas spinning on their own shit you feel me finding their own stuff and they're taking these disco beats and these break beats and they're finding a way to just What's mash the them together and shit. That... what is it not afro no the one that looks black people started but like they got white people was it rock i think it was rock, rock country blues both Jazz? Bro, bro, apparently rock and country both came from like bluegrass or whatever, my nigga. So it's like, bro, like, let's be real here, like, yeah, bro, all of it, all of it, my nigga. It doesn't matter, though. It don't matter. Even now, even now, bro, even now, we're even letting white people define our culture now. Think about it. Yeah, because we sit here deliberating about over this shit, even. Not even now. I'm talking about like, think about it like this, like this. How many different, very, how many different genres of rock and roll exist? Uh huh. How many different? Uh, rock and there are like 50 different ones. They, yeah, there's like 50 different genres of rock. There's alternative, soft rock, blues, um, um, death metal, heavy metal, punk metal. I didn't know there was all that. Bro, there's a billion mm -hmm. different versions of rock. But the minute somebody come out here rapping and mumbling a little bit, that nigga's just stupid. That can't just be a whole new version of, that can't just be a whole new genre of rap. Why can't we have genres? Because we're black. Bro, think about it. Like, why can't we have? Are we not complex enough to have genres in our within our music? Oh, oh, like, speaking of, I think that we're fine. Complex enough? They based us off of the color of our skin. Bro, because we're more complex than that. Up. Remember, remember Lil Nas X, bro? Now he had his country song with yeah, bro. Um, thing, he bro. He they he denied a, him the top They denied charts. him until he got Billy Ray Cyrus on it. Literally denied and him. And that's the only way that they really even seen that as a country record. But even now, they still trying to fight him on that shit. Yeah. Like.
Which is crazy. Bro, even Nelly didn't last that long in country, bro. He tried doing country for a minute. Yeah, he did. He has, he has a song that's actually really good. It was good. Uh, it, oh my it didn't gosh, last that. He's not, a song, country, he's not a country artist, though. Not now. But Matt, but think about it. He's Matt, always trying to do different like forms of music, though. Yeah, Nelly's definitely good. But think about it, though. Mad niggas that are from the South can easily do country music. They're from the South, bro. They're from literally listening to that, that, to that music. But... Think about it, like, when K. Michelle came out and said, I want to do country, everybody coming at K. Michelle, you can't do country, blah, blah, blah. She's like, bro, I grew up listening to country music, and white people literally lose, lost their minds, like, yo, you grew up listening to country music? Like, yeah, she's from the South, she's not from the Bronx. The fuck? No real shit. <laughs> couldn't the same be um, for Beyonce? Same thing for Beyonce, yeah, bro. She did she country, she had country in her, um, in her, um... Not formation in her lemonade album. She had country, uh, Daddy's something. I forgot what this. Oh, Daddy's really? lessons. Shit, I'm trying to go to Daddy's Dairy. You feel me? No, it's a spot in Randolph. Like, listen, 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 listen. No, it's an, it's an Wait, ice cream actually, no, it's, a, it's an ice cream spot. But it'd be busting. Why? It'd be busting, bro. I want me some. Hey guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to the That's Underscore Crazy Pod. Hey guys, don't forget to check out uh, plenty of our uh, IG live posts. We're going to be doing a, co a couple different things in terms of content. And also we're going to be doing a couple things within the streets, um, which is going to be a new segment that we're going to kind of integrate this. We're going to be doing a couple of different interviews with different people, um, asking them a couple of different questions, whether that be related to pod and or other things like that. We'll post it. Uh, probably earlier in the week, but we'll catch you guys and we'll see you on the flip side. We will be where Isaiah resides, where Isaiah resides, where Isaiah resides, where Isaiah resides. And where's that? The streets. Oh, that's crazy. Up in a sink the room.